Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, and welcome to Trundlebed Tales podcast. And tonight we are going to be talking about the Laura birthday parties that they have started having in Burr Oak, Iowa, at the museum there. But before we get to that, we have just a little bit of housekeeping. As always, I wanted to take a minute to remind you that you can call in if you'd rather listen by phone rather than through the computer. And you can also use that number to call in and ask questions so or make comments or whatever you want to do. So the number is 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253. Or toll-free, 1-877-633-9389. That's 1-877-633-9389. I also have opened up the chat room, so if you want to chat instead, uh, you can sure do that as well. And if you aren't listening live but want to catch any of the episodes later, you can download them from for free from iTunes. And I did want to give anybody a heads up. If you were looking Passenger Pigeon Project uh, today, uh, I had a conflict come up this afternoon. And so Kyle had to reschedule because I just couldn't do it in the afternoon like he wanted. So come back here, same bat time, different bat day, at uh, on um, the 18th, November 18th, we're going to be having the, the Passenger Pigeon Project, which is just sounds like it's going to be a fascinating thing, and I've got the questions almost already, so I can't wait to go with that. But uh, in the meantime, I wanted to go ahead and do one episode tonight, and I've got this one all ready to go, so I hope you enjoy it. Now, I did also want to mention, just in case uh, you hadn't heard yet, the there's going to be a 40th anniversary of the Little House on the Prairie TV show in Walnut Grove. I have done an episode on that, so you can always track back and find that if you want to. And my pageant tickets came, so I am all stoked about that. I can't wait, and I think it's going to be a great time, and I hope that I will see you there. Uh, The other thing that I'm working on is we're going to have a great discussion with Kathleen Wall, the poster child for Thanksgiving. I don't have a firm date yet on her um, on that, but it'll be later in this month. So watch for that to get updated. And also uh, make sure that you keep an eye on Beyond Little House because I am putting together uh, my annual Christmas shopping post and I have some great new things to suggest that may be good Laura gifts this year. I am very excited, can't wait, and hope that you will enjoy it as much as I am putting it together. I think that's also...
back to the main part of the show. And as I said, uh, today we're going to be talking about the Laura Ingalls Wilder Birthday Parties, which are a new offering from the Laura Ingalls Wilder Park and Museum in Baroque, Iowa. And before I get um, too far into that, I do want to just kind of give you a short update on Baroque. Um, I had stopped on my way through to Pepin earlier this fall, um, but really hadn't, I didn't take time to go on the tour just because I uh, was in a hurry and never leave soon enough when I'm going to Pepin because there's all these great places to stop. So I hadn't been in there before, so I have a couple more things to point out. First, uh, they were, were having some issues based on the flood uh, that was uh, during their Laura days this June. And uh, basically, it's apologies, I got cut off there. All right, we're back. Um, and I was saying that the flood damage, it really mostly affected the park part of the Loring Wilder Park and Museum. They had some issues with the bridge, they had some issues with the play equipment, and a lot of that still isn't back open to the public. The other thing that had been an issue, they didn't actually have water inside the museum itself, thank God, but uh, they did ha get some water in the basement of the visitor center because the sump pumps couldn't keep up with it. So that ended up, they originally were afraid that they were going to have to replace the entire heater air conditioner unit. They were able to get it repaired instead. So things are in a lot better place there than they were in June. Um, Steve Luce, who was uh, the director there at the museum for the last few years, uh, is no longer in that position. and. Uh, as you probably know her, Barb, you, if you've visited, you've probably seen her. She's been, she has been there for, I don't know, it must be at least 10 years now, if not longer than that. Uh, so the museum seems to be in good hands. Things are proceeding along there. They um, have been rearranging things a little bit over in the, the master's hotel uh, and the life-size dolls that were done by a former board member has uh, been pulled and they're going to be returned to the family. Uh, I didn't get the complete backstory on that but that was something that was really obvious when you went to visit and it's a big change not to have them there staring at you when you walk in the room. Uh, they also been kind of reorganizing some of the stuff. Uh, the A lot of the Mary material is now in the room with the front organ and a lot of the book stuff uh, is now back in the um, master's room there by the, um, well, next to the room that used to be the bar. And they've been rearranging the that whole display area quite a bit and they've moved their original Mildred uh, Boyle 
in there. So it's now hanging on an interior wall instead of an exterior wall. So there's some nice stuff going on there. Um, and if you haven't been there lately, try and get back to Baroque. I really do think you'll enjoy it. And I think that's about it for the general what's going Oh, the other thing I wanted to mention for sure uh, was that uh, they have two sets of the Ashton Drake dolls that various people have, uh, that different people had donated to them. They now were given a third set of dolls that were gently played with by um, the granddaughter of the woman who donated them to the museum. And that has ended up, uh, they just decided to two, and these were in a little rougher condition. They, they just sold them. And um, I got the paw that I still needed for my set. <laughs> so I'm coming down there. I'm going to have that whole set just a piece at a time. And they still had, I think, Carrie and maybe Ma. I'm not 100% sure. But they still had a couple of those dolls left. If This is bargain prices, and you're helping the museum. So if you really want to have uh, an Ashton Drake doll for your collection, you may want to go ahead and call Baroque and find out what's up. Now, said, I wanted to tell you about the Baroque birthday parties. Now, this was a relatively new feature. I really think it's great that they have stepped forward and come up with this because I can tell you as someone who dealt with museums that birthday parties are a nice little funding source for museums. So I'm very glad to see them experiment with this. Uh, they're a little bit handicapped because they're kind of far from a population base to try and get a large group of girls or boys there all on their their own. But um, they were very accommodating about having a mix of adults and kids. So it may be that if you want to do this, instead of having like a dozen little girls that you have to transfer to Baroque, you might want to do it with like your immediate family plus maybe one or maybe two guest kids or no guest kids. You can just do it as a family if you want. So I thought that was really nice. There, There is a charge uh, set per kid uh, and per adult and I believe, now they, some of this is in flux a little bit because it is a program that they're just getting underway. I think the minimum was eight adults and kids total. Um, but as I say, I think some of this is in flux and it wouldn't hurt to ask. We ended up uh, showing up and it was, and it was um, my brother and his wife and our mother and me and a little niece and nephew. And we got to show up and the museum was closed. We had it all to ourselves, uh, though, though it was closed because it was already past the, the normal season. But it, that really did kind of make it nice. Uh, they started out, first thing we did was they had dress up to get your picture taken with the wagon. And uh, those of you uh, who are going to get a Christmas card from me will see 
the results of the dress up. But um, I must say that all the adults, not just me who <laughs> went in my Laura dress, uh, got involved with the dress up and put on bonnets or vests or hats, straw hats and accordingly. And the kids seemed to love it and crawled up on the wagon seat and we got a couple really great wagon. If you haven't been to Baroque, Baroque is one of uh, the museums that has a, a covered wagon available for photo opportunities. They also use theirs as a, a float sometimes in the parade. And so it moves around. You'll see it in various places in the backyard. But uh, this one was, was uh, it was right outside the back door. So we went down, got dressed up. They had a very nice range of dress-up clothes. I mean, it really is dress-up clothes, not costumes, but it, it was nice. And then we climbed into the wagon and got our pictures taken, and it, it was just really fun. And that was one of my favorite parts of the whole day was just playing the dress-up. I really liked that. So uh, we finished that, got our photo taken on the wagon. Uh, as many photos, as many different combinations, as much time as you wanted. We spent a lot of time because, as I mentioned, it was one of my favorite things, and I got a ton of pictures. And uh, then we came back inside, and we took off um, the dress-up because it's just really for the photo. So you may want to consider that if you're going to take a group of girls. They may want to bring their own bonnets, or you may want to plan on buying a bonnet for each girl there. The bonnets are not included, but um, the visitor center, before we went over to the museum, because that's where we were supposed to meet her, and we needed to use the facilities anyway, and we bought the little girl, well, bought my niece, the birthday girl, a um, bonnet that she could wear during the whole day, and she really loved that, and I think that was a nice touch. I think it's definitely something that you may want to consider, that they either bring along their bonnet or you, you go ahead and get them one. Um, so they took off the, the costume stuff and they did a sort of scavenger hunt with tour. And what that meant was all around the museum there were numbers on various things. And then you had a list of items that were things that were mentioned in the books. And there's a little description, and you had to match what the little description was to the number on the list. And then they had um, some items. In, they went around room by room and looked for the items to match. The... Um, this is... Uh, so they looked like for the items match, and that was the um, place of the tour. Uh, and so we went around and looked at different things, went through the different rooms, and everybody got to see everything. And then the adults followed along behind and looked and got to ask questions. And it really was a... a fun way to do it and I think um, if if you ha as long as you have a higher proportion of adults than kids I think it would be a, a great thing and they were tearing around looking for stuff the next thing was they had an old-fashioned game and uh, the one we had was pickup sticks 
And this really was nice too because uh, we had um, each one of the parents were, were paired up with a kid to play the game and to have a little you know, one-on-one -on -one FaceTime as they were trying to figure out exactly what to do with these pickup sticks and, and how the game progressed. And it, it was just really sweet watching them. And I really enjoyed it. And I always did like pickup sticks. But uh, I was just on camera duty for this one. The next thing was a snack. And uh, the snack was lemonade and tin cups, which is the one thing I kind of question here. And that's just because I have... When I worked at Usher's Ferry, I had to have a tin cup because basically Laura had one when I first started out. As, as I got on through the years and I realized the tin cup really probably wasn't appropriate from the time period we were doing in the location I was doing it. So I, I broke down and got a china cup. But at first that was one of the things I really wanted was to get a tin cup. And everything was fine as long as I had in my little secret drink stash tea, iced tea. When I had one day decided to do lemonade, instead the lemonade and the tin react. And it kind of blackened up my cup, and now it sort of looks like something that was discovered someday. So I, I hope they have better luck with that. But we got to drink the lemonade out of the tin cups, and they were just really lovely. Um, they have a set of tin cups to use with the party. So it isn't like the tin cups are a souvenir or anything. If you want a tin cup, you can buy your own in the gift shop. But it was. It was very good lemonade. I enjoyed drinking out of the tin cups. As I say, I have a little bit of a thing for them. Ask me how many I have. No. Um, and then, also then, we had little heart-shaped cakes that she had made, like they talk about the ones uh, that Mom makes. And... They were really good, and uh, we had a great time eating snack, and everybody got snacked, kids and adults alike. And then we went, went back up and hit the gift shop again, and uh, we ended up letting uh, each kid pick something else out. Uh, and as I mentioned, my niece got the bonnet, and then uh, my nephew wanted one of the color eyes picture images, um, versions of the book because he didn't know that edition existed and was just quite taken with the idea that the stories that he'd been reading actually had color pictures available. Um, and then several surreptitious purchases were made towards Christmas by various people. And that was basically the end of the tour. It took... Um, uh, it was a little over an hour, and it really was a very fun thing. And I was glad to see them reaching out into that market because I really think it's one that has been profitable for museums before, and I think it's one that they um, could really get a nice return on. So I hope they do. We were one of their first groups, and... Um, I think that going forward in future, in the future, that there will be other people that will want to do it too. And uh, if you do want to do it with your family, and you uh, 
and it's a ways away, then you probably will want to plan on spending the night somewhere too. And I just want to recommend that you either stay in Decorah, which has a lot of options, or there's a town that has an America in Minnesota right over the border. And that would be the other option. But I really think Decorah is 10 minutes away from um, Broke, and I really think that will be a um, great thing or a great place to stay. There's a McDonald's in Decorah with uh, the Norwegian, uh, little Norwegian scripts because they're a Norwegian town. And they also have a cutout of faces there at Baroque because I just saw, I'm telling you now because I just a thing to give you the contact information. But uh, they do have an, a nice new stick-your-head-through photo thing for uh, uh, in the family photo. And it was a little hard because my nephew didn't want to be a girl. And my brother was definitely being pa. So that kind of made a little bit of a problem. And, and the heads were a little small, I think, for adults. But I think... Uh, they work well, really well for kids. And make sure you get one of those pictures taken. Now, if you want to, if you're um, interested in, in setting up one of these birthday parties for yourself, you can contact the Laura Ingalls Wilder Park Museum. The phone number is 563-735-5916. That's 563-735-5916. Email them at museum at lauraingleswilder.us. That's museum at lauraingleswilder.us. And it just really... Oh, and if you want to find out more on their website, which is www.lauraingleswilder.us under special events, there's a drop-down for the Laura birthday party. And according to this, uh, reservations for a party need to be made two weeks prior to the event. They can accommodate groups up to 12 children, ages 7 to 10 recommended, cost $8 per child, call and make a reservation. There's a little bit more information there uh, if you want to read that. But it really, it was such a fun day. And... I really hope that you'll get a chance to do this with your kids because it certainly is worth it. Thank you to everybody for tuning in today for Trundle Bed Tales. Join us on the 18th uh, for Passenger Pigeon. Come back for the history of Thanksgiving. And then we're going to have some more fun stuff come up in December. And we're always glad to have you back here a trundle bed
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.